The Productive Woman, Episode 356. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Productive Woman. My name is Laura McClellan and this is a podcast about productivity for busy women. My goal is to help you find the tools and encouragement you need to manage your time, life, stress, and stuff so you can accomplish the things you care about most and make a life that matters. Thank you so much for joining me. In this episode, we're going to talk about enjoying time for rest and restoration. You'll find links and additional information in the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 356. This episode is brought to you by Calm, and you can consider this little ad read as your mental health checkpoint. How are you feeling today? Are you feeling good? Feeling a little anxious? Haven't been sleeping well? Maybe lacking focus? It's okay to need help sometimes, and Calm can provide support. I am honored to partner with Calm, the number one mental wellness app, to give you the tools that can improve the way you feel. You can clear your head with guided daily meditations. You can improve your focus with Calm's curated music tracks. And you can drift off to dreamland with Calm's imaginative sleep stories. I have enjoyed using Calm myself for the last several months, maybe getting close to a year now. Uh, Even before they were a sponsor of this podcast, I have used the app to help me fall asleep. I've talked about that. I love their sleep stories. Their guided meditations are very helpful. We're going to talk about that actually in a minute. It's interesting that I didn't realize until I was finishing up the outline for this week's episode that Calm was the sponsor of it, but it fits right in line with some of the things we're going to talk about later. And what's great is if you go to calm.com slash TPW, you can take advantage of a limited time offer of 40% off a Calm premium subscription, which includes hundreds of hours of programming. The sleep stories I mentioned, their music tracks, their guided meditations, all of that. New content is added every week. Over 100 million people around the world, including me, use Calm to take care of their minds. So you can sleep more, stress less, and live better with Calm. As I said, for listeners of the Productive Woman podcast, Calm is offering a special limited time promotion of 40% off a Calm premium subscription at calm.com slash TPW. So go to calm, C-A-L-M, calm.com slash TPW for 40% off unlimited access to Calm's entire library. Once more, that's calm.com slash TPW. Okay, so how to enjoy rest. Not long ago, I asked the Productive Woman community on Facebook, and I think on this podcast, to share with me productivity questions and struggles they would like me to address, because I want this podcast to be actually useful to you, to add value to your life. I really do want to help provide you with the tools and encouragement to help you uh, better manage your time, life, stress, and stuff, as I say every week. One topic that was suggested 
in that conversation had to do with getting back on track when we've let things get out of control. And we talked about that a couple weeks ago in episode 354. Another comment in that discussion came from Marla, who said, because I do aim to be productive, I have trouble with being in the moment. I cannot really enjoy doing nothing. I'd be interested in an episode about how to enjoy rest. And I thought that was such a great question. And several other members of the community thought so too. They echoed Marla's struggle with this and agreed that it would be a topic worth exploring. So I thought it would be worth looking into. And that's what we're going to talk about here briefly in this week's episode. So why do we have trouble being in the moment and enjoying downtime and getting rest? I think it's because many of us who care about productivity and about making lives that matter feel kind of like what Marla said. If we're not doing something productive, and I'm using air quotes here, we're wasting time. One article that I read recently called Give Yourself Permission to Do Things You Enjoy, and I'll put a link to this article and some others in the show notes in case you want to explore this more. But this, the writer of that article said this, that I found myself nodding as I read it. Uh, they said, we can be very hard on ourselves, can't we? We can feel battered by the demands we put on ourselves to achieve and to do. That feeling that everything we do with our spare time must have a purpose. It feels like it's not enough just to be. I don't know about you, but that really resonated with me. I, like I said, I found myself nodding as I read that. I thought, yep, I know how that feels. I feel like even my free time needs to be purposeful and, and I need to be accomplishing something. One thing that this writer went on to say in this article that I thought was so true and so profound is this the things that seem to have little or no purpose are actually the most important things of all. Pointless things have a point. That's uh, something I've been thinking about a lot, both since I read Marla's question and also as I you know, was putting together my thoughts for this episode and doing some research. We struggle with being in the moment, often because our minds are going 100 miles an hour toward the next things that we need to do, or maybe rehashing something we wish we had done better in the past. We have a hard time staying here in the moment, especially if we have this mindset that we really should be doing something productive, that rest or just hanging out and relaxing is not productive. And so I want to talk about some things we can do to better enjoy time off to rest and restore and, you know, just be, as the article said. And I think the first step is to begin to understand the meaning and the significance of rest. And as I often do, I, I start with looking at what words mean. I'm a lawyer words matter. Uh, I'm also a writer and words matter to me and what they mean. And so looking at one dictionary, it defined rest, the verb, you know, sort of the, the action word as cease work or movement in order to relax, refresh oneself or recover strength. So let's think about that for a minute. That's what it means to rest. 
It means to cease work or movement for some period of time in order to relax, refresh oneself, or recover strength. Without rest, we cannot do those things. We cannot relax. We cannot refresh ourselves. We cannot recover strength. And that, to me, goes to this, you know, what the writer of the article said, that things that seem to have little or no purpose are actually the most important things of of all. We think that rest is optional, but it's not if we want to be productive. Rest as a noun, as a thing, is defined in that same dictionary as an instance or period of relaxing or ceasing to engage in strenuous or stressful activity. Again, very important to think about what that means. So much of our time when we are working, whether on, you know, our profession or uh, personal work, household work, those sorts of things, we are spending time in strenuous and or stressful activity. And there is a limit to how much time we can do that before things start to fall apart, right? So rest matters, In order to relax, to refresh ourselves, to recover strength, we need to take that instance or period of relaxing or ceasing to engage in strenuous or stressful activity. It matters because time away from work, however you define work, again, whether it's your profession, uh, your side hustle, or your household chores, or whatever, Time away from work is absolutely necessary for restoration of energy, for restoration of focus, and restoration of perspective. And we need all of those things in order to be productive in the work that we do. Researcher and Silicon Valley consultant, and I'm going to mess up this name and I apologize up front, uh, Alex Suyang Kim Peng has written a book called Rest, Why You Get More Done When You Work Less. And this is a book I have not yet read, but it is on my to-be-read list because just the title alone got my attention. But in his book, he has said, rest is not this optional leftover activity. Work and rest are actually partners. They're like different parts of a wave. You can't have the high without the low. The better you are at resting, he says, the better you will be at working. And he was quoted in an article called Why Restorative Rest Makes You More Productive and How to Achieve It. There's so much in there that's so good for us to think about. Work and rest are actually partners, he says. Different, you can't have the high without the low, and the better you are at resting, the better you'll be at working. And so that's why it's so important that we make time to rest. And I think getting that into our heads, if we can really internalize that, it's going to make it easier for us to enjoy rest because, you know, it actually is productive. It actually is important. It makes it possible for us to do everything else better, more effectively, more efficiently, all of those things. So understanding what the term rest means, both as a verb and as a noun, is I think the first step to getting ourselves to that place where we can enjoy rest and make it more of a part of our lives. And kind of going along with that is rethinking, retraining our minds to think 
uh, uh, correctly about what it means to be productive. Recognizing that rest is not unproductive. It's not anti-productiveness. It's not that we're either being productive or we're resting. Instead, rest is an essential component of productivity. Just like the, the author that I just quoted said, the better we are at resting, the better we'll be at working. They go together. They are, they are partners, as he put it. And all of this is just as true when we are, and I'm again using air quotes, too busy to take time off or to rest. In that article I mentioned earlier called Give Yourself Permission to Do the Things You Enjoy, that writer made a great point. The times when we feel least like doing something for ourselves are the times when we most need to do exactly that. We need time out. We need to give our brains a rest. It's absolutely crucial. It's, it's a, an important component, an essential component of our productivity and of making a life that matters. So rethink what it means to be productive. And as I said, instead of thinking that you're either being productive or you're resting, recognize that rest is an essential component of productivity and give yourself permission to rest and relax. So those are two things, uh, kind of mind work that I think we need to do. Those of us who struggle with allowing ourselves time to rest or feel guilty when we're taking time off and not doing something more productive in our minds, we need to understand the meaning and significance of rest and rethink what it means to be productive. Beyond that, there are things we can do to make it easier for us to enjoy our time off to rest and restore. And one thing that I thought about was that we can use all our productivity tools to free up time for rest. If we refine our systems to allow us to maximize our effectiveness and our efficiency, we can buy ourselves time Okay, because we're not we're not wasting time. We're being more effective, more efficient in the things that we're doing, uh, and and that will buy us that time that we can then commit to not filling up with more doing. I know that personally, I find it easier to give myself permission to relax and rest when I feel like I've really been kind of hitting on all cylinders, getting things done and crossed off my list, and so you know, refine those systems, use all the tools that we've talked about for the last however many years on this podcast and, and that you've learned it from other productivity resources, use those tools to be effective and efficient at the work that you're doing to free up time that you will then commit to use for resting. The next part of that is when it is time to do whatever you're doing to work, so to speak, really focus on the doing, whatever it is you're doing. Don't multitask because we've learned and we've talked about it many times in the past on this podcast that multitasking is not effective. It is not efficient. We actually waste time when we try to do that because our brain is switching back and forth between tasks and we lose effectiveness and efficiency when we do that. So don't multitask. Also set up 
your workspace and your surroundings when it's time to work to minimize distractions and let you really focus your attention on the thing that you're doing. That again goes back to using our productivity tools. That's one of the things we can do to allow ourselves to really focus on our work when we're working. Why does that matter? In, a, in the discussion of enjoying rest, because we are more effective and more efficient when we focus on what we're doing, in any, no matter what that is. We waste less time, and therefore we free up time to do other things, including rest. And I would note that it's easier to focus on our work when we take regular times for rest. There's an article that quotes Max Frenzel, I think, who's a researcher and writer who said this, excellent work, particularly of the creative and innovative kind, needs rest and relaxation just as much as it requires time actively engaged in work. When we rest, our brain is busy consolidating memories and quietly searching for solutions to problems we encounter. So when we take regular times to rest, we are more able to be effective and efficient in the work that we do because we can focus better when we have not pushed ourselves beyond the limit and, you know, burned ourselves out. In addition, as this researcher mentioned, when we are away from our work, when we are relaxing and resting, our brain is working in the background on the problem solving uh, for the issues that come up in the work that we do. So when it's time to work, really focus on the work for all the reasons that we've just discussed. Another thing we can do to help us enjoy our time off and our rest time is this a, kind of a practical thing. And that's to brainstorm a list of things you want to do for fun so that you, so that when you have your scheduled time off, you can use it for something that you enjoy and find restorative. If you're like me at all, you're used to kind of going full bore most of the time because that's the way I am, you know, working hard during the day and really going. So when I do finally have free time, often I can't think of anything to do right at that moment. And uh, with that free time, and I end up sort of vegging out in front of the TV or, you know, doing something that's not really restful or restorative, but it's just it's sort of the default solution when you can't think of what else to do. And so one solution to that problem is to have a place, whether it's a notebook or a, a note on your phone or something, where you collect ideas for things to do in your free time. And what I mean there is to, whenever you have an idea of, oh, that would be fun to try, put it on that list. Or when you find yourself thinking, oh, I wish I had more time to whatever it might be, put that on the list so that when you have free time, and we're going to talk about scheduling that free time, but when you have it, you're not going to use up any of it trying to decide what can I do that would be fun and restful and restorative. You can go to this list and say, oh, you know, I was saying I wish I had more time to knit. I don't know, whatever. Um, okay, I'll, I'm going to do that with this free time. Or I'm going to go for a walk in the woods behind my house. Or, or I'm going to, you know, whatever things you've added to the list they're there. You don't have to think of them at the moment when maybe your brain's kind of tired and, 
and you're distracted, you've got a list and you can make good use of your rest time. The next step I just referred to a second ago, and that is to actually schedule time for rest. And I'm not talking about just sleep, although that's very important. And we all need to do, most of us need to do a better job of getting quality sleep. But I'm talking about scheduling time for rest and recreation, whatever it is that you find restorative. For some of us, that's quiet time with a good book or a walk in nature. For others, maybe those of us who are more extroverted, it's time gathering with good friends. Whatever it is that you find restful and restorative that, that, you know, gets you restored and rested up, be intentional about making time to do that. Put it on your calendar as a priority time and schedule around it. Instead of trying to fit rest time in whenever you get all your work done, schedule it first, put it on the calendar every week, some period of time, because I don't know if you're like me, the work is never going to be done. And so if you wait until all the work is done and you're all caught up on everything before you allow yourself to rest or do any of the the things that you find restorative, it's never going to happen. And certainly nobody's ever going to, you know, create that time for you. That's something you have to decide. We, each of us individually have to decide it's important for the reasons we've talked about here in this episode. So put it on your calendar, sit down, you know, whether you have a a regular time, the same time every week, that's sort of your appointment with yourself. Or if you sit down on Sunday evening and look at the week ahead and figure out, all right, when am I going to do something fun? When am I going to get together with my friends? When am I going to make time to, to work on my needlepoint or, or whatever restful things you, you want to do and get it on the calendar, make it an appointment that's important and schedule around it. And finally, practice being in the moment. As Marla kind of referred to in her question, for a lot of us, this is hard. Our minds are always, you know, mulling over the past or jumping ahead to the next thing we need to do. And we're only half there, wherever it is we are and whatever we're doing. But being in the moment is a skill we can improve by practice. So do it intentionally. And you can, like anything else, start with just a few minutes of, at a time. And so by practice, I mean, whatever you're doing from time to time throughout the day, pause to really notice what you're doing and how you're feeling in the moment, both emotionally and physically, the sensations you're experiencing. Take a minute to notice the sounds, the smells, the temperature, how your chair feels against your back, you know, whatever the weather, the temperature in the room, any of those things, just be right there in the moment, just for a few seconds, but consciously and purposely notice those things. And do this a few times a day to practice doing it. And you can set up triggers for when you'll do this, maybe while you're waiting for the pasta water to boil or while you're sitting at a stoplight. What, whatever triggers things that happen periodically throughout your day, use those as triggers to practice being there in the moment. Doesn't have, this doesn't have to be a big deal 
It's just practice. Another way you can practice being in the moment and enjoying whatever you're doing is to try guided meditations. Now, yes, Calm is a sponsor of this episode, but as I said earlier, I didn't realize that when I was putting this list of tips and things together when I was doing the research. Uh, And I really have benefited from using an app like Calm to help me sort of quiet my mind and practice being in the moment. That is a way to be more, get more rested, to be more restored, and to enjoy resting. Learning to be in the moment, as Marla referred to, starts with practice. And for some of us, it's going to take a lot of practice. I continue to try to practice it, uh, but I encourage you to do that as well. So those are some thoughts I had on this topic of how to enjoy rest. I would love to know what you think. Do you struggle with being in the moment and allowing yourself to rest? Or have you figured out ways to do it that might help the rest of us that I didn't mention in this episode? I'd love to hear from you on that. You can share your questions, your thoughts in the comments section of the show notes for this episode, which you will find at theproductivewoman.com slash 356. That's also where you'll find the links for some articles that I mentioned and some others on this topic. You can also post a comment or question on the Productive Woman Facebook page or in the Productive Woman Community Facebook group if you're a member there, and we can continue the conversation there. As always, if you prefer to share your thoughts with me privately, you can do that by emailing your questions, comments, or suggestions to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com. I love to hear from you. A couple of quick notes and reminders. If you haven't already done so, please join me in the Productive Woman Community Facebook group. This is a private group for women who listen to this podcast. It's a place where we can meet up and interact more. We can ask questions, share information, insights, and encouragement. Uh, So you can find that group on Facebook and click the join button. And I would love to see you there. Be sure to answer the questions. There's two or three questions you need to answer when you click the join button. And I really do read those answers to confirm that you're actually someone who really wants to be a part of this community. Uh, Also, thank you to those of you who have continued uh, responding to the survey that I mentioned a couple of weeks ago. This is a survey of listeners looking for your feedback and your insight on how we're doing on the podcast and how we can maybe make it better. Uh, I really appreciate the feedback. It's giving me some great ideas for the future of this podcast. If you haven't yet done so, I'd still love to hear from you. You can go to theproductivewoman.com slash survey 2021 to fill out the survey. It won't take but just a couple minutes. I'll also put a link to the survey in the show notes if you want to go there. Again, I want to thank those of you who continue to reach out to me via email and other means with your encouraging words. I I appreciate so much hearing from you, and I, I just want you to know that. I want you to know how much it means to me to be a part of this community that has grown up around this podcast. I love hearing from you and appreciate your encouragement and your, you know, your feedback in general. And finally, as I mentioned before, uh, the first ever Productive Woman Planning Retreat uh, has already filled up 
that will be happening in October here at my home in North Texas. Uh, it's already full. I'm excited about meeting with the the women who signed up in that first week. We'll get together, share some ideas, and work on our own respective plans for the coming year. There are a couple of women on the waiting list who wanted to participate, but uh, signed up after it was already full. So if you were thinking of participating, but haven't yet reached out, shoot me an email at feedback at theproductivewoman.com and let me know you're interested because I am considering scheduling a second retreat this fall if, uh, if I, you know, there are a couple more women who want to participate and we can work out the schedule for it. Um, I think that's it. Well, remember that Calm is offering that special limited time promotion of 40% off their premium subscription. You can learn more about that by going to calm.com slash TPW. That's C-A-L-M dot com slash TPW to get 40% off unlimited access to their entire library uh, once more, calm.com slash tpw. And that is it for this short episode of The Productive Woman. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. I hope you felt like it was worthwhile. Thank you to Marla for the great question that uh, got me thinking about this. I look forward to hearing your ideas on this topic and to talking with you again very soon. So until next time, remember, extend grace to each other and especially to yourself and go make your life matter.